0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Project Deep End, the show about building a pool service business. I'm your host, Dave, and today is another day at it. It's Thursday. Uh, It's kind of, um, this day has kind of been dragging on, the team's going a little slower, but um, I did want to share a couple of things that um, I, a couple of changes that I made uh, recently that I'm very happy that I did. Um, and then, uh, kind of update you guys on where I am in my journey to learning how to bring in customers through digital marketing. Um, so let me get into it. So, uh, now when I started the year, um, there was really kind of two core problems, uh, that, I needed, I need to learn how to solve, or I, I, I feel like I need to learn how to, how to solve for two constraints to this business, um, that I need to correct. Uh, number one, and most importantly, uh, the, the, the reliability in the quality of service that my, my team and myself offer. Um, last year, you know, I went through a lot of guys I went, uh, you know, um, a lot of the, the, you know, I overhired, I undertrained, um, I didn't pick the best people to start with. Um, I was running as fast as I could and i was doing the best that i could but i made a lot of mistakes um a lot and it cost me tons of money um you know for those of you who are in the industry you probably know when it gets hot you know pools go green quick if you don't if you don't maintain them uh, very well and uh, my guys were just not they they were and and what was so crazy about last year is they were i was getting killed in chlorine costs i was getting absolutely smoked in chemical costs um but the pools were still going green. And it was like, it was as if they were just dumping the the chemicals down the drain. I don't, I don't, I didn't really understand it, but, um, our pools were going green left and right. And then I had a come to Jesus moment late in the summer and had to fire, uh, two out of three people, um, one for drug use and one for, um, you know, didn't really have enough money to keep them. But even if we did, um, His attitude, like, the problem with him was he was actually pretty good, but his attitude was so shitty. His attitude was, like, just trying to get out of work every single day. Like, I mean, I kid you not, he was less than one week on the job and he was asking for days off. So, you know, that that kind of thing. And... Um, what I found was, you know, we, I cut them mainly for, uh, costs. I mean, they were all kind of on the chopping block a little bit as I was watching my bank account decrease and decrease and decrease, but I wasn't really like, I wasn't going, I was, I was still trying to grow faster than we were shrinking at the time. And I was hoping that I didn't have to fire anybody. Uh, cause I don't like firing people. Um, it sucks. And, and the one guy I had to fire for drugs, like that really sucked because I really liked them. Um, although after he was gone and the other guy was gone, it was it left me and my one technician uh, that's been with me for about two years now. And uh, what we found was these guys were not very good uh, because the minute that I started doing the route again, and it was just me and him, uh, was the minute that green pools just disappeared. It was still hot. It was July, August, you know, it was like green pool, the green pool time of year. But the minute we started doing the pools and didn't have anyone else do the pools, uh, all of the green pools disappeared. All of the maintenance issues disappeared. All of the, a ton of the, the customer service stuff disappeared. Um, <clears throat> and so, you know, that really made me realize uh, quality is, is, number one, hard to deliver when it's more than just you. And, and then number two, it's hard to deliver reliably and consistently with a team, And so that was something that I knew I needed to figure out this year. And um, one of the things that I recently have decided to do is, and and I will admit, I have never been good at keeping regular filter cleaning schedule um, or keeping a filter cleaning schedule or an Excel sheet or anything. So, you know, the way it's been working was basically uh, I would do them when I could, which was very rare. Um and or I would wait until there was an issue and then we would do it then which is really stupid. Uh, it, don't be like me. Don't think you're too busy. Don't skip that step. Um, it cost me a lot of money. It cost me a lot of money. I think a lot of the pools also were going green because we weren't cleaning filters on a regular at a at a regular basis. So. Um that all stopped recently. That's the first change I want to bring up. So, uh filter cleans were uh an afterthought for me and it's embarrassing to admit that uh because I'm a pool guy. Um and, and frankly this is why I keep this as uh, relatively anonymous. I mean, there's a couple of you out there who know who I am. Um but I try to keep this as relatively anonymous as I can so I can say these things out loud and not worry about like my business crumbling, right? Um you know, but uh, but but for, for, in all honesty, filter cleans were, were the last thing on my mind. I uh, was very, um, frankly, I was a little irresponsible with it. Um, you know, I never let it get to the point where it was actually going to do damage or, you know, really hurt anybody or hurt the pool or anything like that. Like we would always clean it in time, but it was always like a just in time kind of thing. And sometimes maybe just a little bit too late kind of uh, thing. So there was no structure around it, no organization around it. And I was thinking, oh, man, I'm going to have to like manage a spreadsheet and I'm already doing all this other stuff and it's going to be a big headache. And then I I had a realization, you know, I have a team of guys. They all know how to do filter cleans. Um, they're doing anywhere between 20 and, you know, uh, let's say anywhere between, yeah, I think 20 and 25 pools a day, uh, four days a week. And um, is that right? Is that math right? 20, 25 couldn't be. Uh, they're doing anywhere between 18 and 25 pools a day. Let's just say that well, you get the point. Um, you know, and they know how to do it. So, uh, uh, about four weeks ago, I, I think it's four weeks now, uh, about four weeks ago, I just made a new policy that every single day, uh, each member of our team, each technician who has a route cleans one filter. And it started, we started with the very first filter of the day because that it's cold, it's wet. You don't want to do it and it sucks. And let me back up, it, it not only sucks, but it it is the reason why I never did this. I had thought I should do this. I, I've been meaning to do something like this. I've wanted to do this, but then every time it's time to pull the trigger, I always think, God, but then we're gonna have to start with the first ones. Or even if we don't start with the first ones, eventually like, you don't wanna start your day with a slow ass filter clean. It sucks to start your day with a really slow, like to just be immediately slowed down and have to do a filter clean and you get no momentum. Um, but then, but just again, kind of going back to the, the idea of, I need to have better quality and more consistent and reliable quality for our customers. Um, I decided to not start at the end of the day for the filter cleans and just start in the beginning and just swallow the frog. Um, and now here we are, uh, four weeks later and now, you know, it's the fourth or fifth pool, um, of the day. And I say that, and I'll tell you why it's that way, uh, in a minute, but, um, and I could not be happier with this. Um, and I know our customers are happier with this. Um, and I know some of them probably knew we weren't cleaning their filters as as uh, much as we should have been. And so, um, you know, already the quality there. Already we've had, um, you know, and, and this was unintentional. I was not going after cleaning filters to make money off of things that are broken on filters. But, you know, we clean filters and you see the cartridges are worn out. And then we sell them new cartridges, right? So, like, this is just more... Uh, uh, ways for us to make profit and revenue and, and bring in more money uh, out of the existing customers we have. And I'm kind of like kicking myself for waiting this long to just implement a policy that says you just, you have to do a filter every day. And I pay my guys for filter cleans. I pay them three bucks every time they clean a filter. So we started doing that and instantly I uh, felt very relieved. I instantly see, um, you know, I, I think maybe it's in my head, but I feel like we are just doing, I mean, how do I want to say this? We are doing a better job instantly, whether there's like immediate results or not is, is really not uh consequential. Um, now there are immediate results. You know, like I said, sometimes we open up filters. We've had to replace O-rings, pressure gauges aren't working. You know, we're, we're, we're paying better attention to the equipment really. And, and we're repairing things more aggressively. And so we're making more repair more money in repairs. Um, you know, repairs are still a very small part of what we of our total revenue. Um, you know, I think uh, equipment upgrades and and pumps installs is a, is becoming a really big part of our revenue. But for the, for uh, all intents and purposes, it's still weekly service, baby. Like that is the bread and butter of what we do. We still that is the bulk of the revenue. That's the bulk of the profit. It's all just showing up every week and doing a good job. Um, but we've definitely in, increased our revenue. But more importantly, the quality is improving. The quality is overnight better because now we're regularly cleaning filters. And if you if you do the math, we operate about uh, fifty weeks out of the year. Uh, each one of my guys is doing up to twenty five pools in a day. So if you do one pool every day, that's one or one filter every day that you work. That's one filter. Uh, it, it's basically we get through all of the filters. And then we rinse and repeat and we just keep doing it. And then we just do it again. And then there's our two filter cleans per year, which is included in our service. So it's just, it's just math. There's no spreadsheets. You just have to, you do this filter this week and then the next filter you do the next house. And then the next week you do the next house. And then the next week you do the next house. And then eventually you've done all of them and you just start right back over uh, right in the middle or right, right at the beginning of the day. And you just work your way back up. Um, And I'm very, very happy that I did this. This was probably the best decision I've made this year. Decision number two for quality. Um, And I'm going to kind of dial back a little bit and tell you a little bit about my team right now. So right now I have one guy who's been with me for about two years. Um, He's the kind of employee that you just sort of get lucky. uh, And most people don't get this lucky. Um, I, he applied. I, you know, I, I think he was having a hard time during COVID finding a job in his field. Um, very educated, like master's degree, like very high up there, very smart, very responsible older. So like 30 in the, in his thirties, um, you know, so not a kid with, you know, kid, uh, tendencies to be irresponsible. Um, very honest, like hardworking. You got it like literally the total package. The only thing I would say maybe is the speed isn't there. Um, but it it is. He's fast when he needs to be fast, but he does err on the side of being slower because he errs on the side of making pools perfect. And that I have never found. I have hired so many people at this point. I have interviewed probably five times to 10 times more than the people I've hired. And I have never once found somebody like this guy Um, I pay him way more than I pay any other technician. I'm about to give him another raise that pays him, that makes him completely out of reach of other technicians. I'm paying him more than double the amount that I started him at, um, because you don't find this kind of employee in this industry very often. And often if they are this good, they're probably going to be on their own soon. But just personality wise, I just, I don't, he does not strike me as somebody who wants to, you know go out on his own. I've actually talked to him about it. He does not want to. Um, and if he does great, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not, uh, uh, getting myself in a situation where I'm like, depending on him, uh, staying here, but, uh, it is very nice having him on the team and, and he is being rewarded for that, uh, hard work. Um, and I, I, if I could pay him more, I would put it to you that way. So that's guy number one. That's my number one guy. He's very, very good. I never get customer complaints. He knows how to fix a lot of issues at pools now. After two years of doing this with me, we've gone through and we've seen a lot of stuff. Uh, But most importantly, he knows how to keep pools from turning green in the hot months. And where I'm at, it gets to be about 115. And it can stay that way for three, four, five weeks at a time. Um, So it gets really hot here in the summer. And um, as you can imagine, when it gets that hot, people start using their pools. More bather load, less chlorine. You get the point. So... Very very good uh, technician, uh, very expensive technician, but in my opinion, very well worth the the cost. Um, now I have technician number two. He has a lot of experience in the pool industry, but he he comes from retail. He's a little younger, a little bit more, you know, fast and loose. Unfortunately, kind of skips some things here and there. Uh, I get more customer complaints, but overall I've known the kid for three years. I've known the kid for as long as I've been doing this. He's uh, always seemed like a hard worker. He was always at the shop that I saw him at. Um, he didn't see, he never seemed to uh, call out sick. Um, and, and he has not done that yet here. And he's been so far pretty solid. Um, still needs a little bit of training. Uh, needs to be sort of reined in. Uh, if he's going too fast, sometimes he does skip things. Um, but overall, I'm I'm for the most part I'm I'm pretty happy with his performance. But I do see a lot of room for improvement. I guess is the way I would say it. I do think he needs to improve in a lot of ways. Uh, but overall, he's been good. And he did uh, join the team during the summer, and his pools did not go green. So already better than anybody else I've hired other than my number one guy, right? That's my, my current team. Um, I have guy who goes a little slower than I would like, but the quality is, is near perfect, does everything right, and is diligent about each step. Um, and then uh, guy number two who goes fast is okay. Definitely not the quality. Definitely get customer complaints from time to time. Um, but overall, decent employee shows up and gives it his best. I, you know, I think that's the way I would describe it. Where he has shortcomings, uh, at the very least, you know, he's out there giving it his best, um, for that day. And just like every human, you have bad days, you have good days, um, but I know, I know he's trying, um, and that's really kind of the most important part. Um, but that's my team dy- dynamic. So, that's my team. And then there's me. And, and honestly, I'm kind of a free agent. I do pools when I can, I don't do pools when I can't, or sometimes I don't do pools when I just don't feel like it, uh, because there's a million other things I need to do like figure out advertising, which we'll get into, uh, in a little bit, but, um, uh, but then there's me, right. And I have a route, but you know, it's, it's really become more of a, I don't really have a route. I just do pools when I need to do pools. And then I don't do pools when I don't need to do pools. Um, which I do need to do more pools as, as the weather starts changing and we, it starts to heat up again, I will be at more active in the field. I'm also giving myself slack in the winter because you know, Number one, I've got to be able to pay these guys a livable wage and they got to be able to uh, make enough money, you know, work long enough hours to make enough money to live. So uh, there's that. But also, this is the slow season. This is going to be my last chance to relax until it starts heating, you know. And then when it heats up, there's no relaxing until next year. So I'm also just taking it easy. Uh, I'm not not rushing into battle right now. I'm trying to... You know, and that, that was a mistake I made last year is I, I just I did not stop the summer grind all winter long. And so by the time June, July came around the following year, even though I, I do feel like I was hit with a lot of unexpected um, problems that I had to solve that were really difficult problems to solve. At the same time, I, I don't think that I would have done so poorly if I had just cooled it in the winter time and relaxed a little bit refreshed and then was able to hit the summer a little harder. So I'm, I'm trying to be a little bit more mindful of, uh, not overdoing it in the winter when things are slow anyway. And, um, uh, uh, you know, resting and then focusing so that I can, or focusing on rest so that I can really hit the summer really hard. Right. So, now you get my team dynamic, you understand, you know, uh, how it works, the way it works or uh, who, who the players are. The way it works is, uh, technician number one has technician number one's route and technician number two has technician numbers two route. And that's the way it is. Um, the problem is, is for my fast and loose guy, uh, who, um, he, he gets more customer complaints. Uh, he gets the only customer complaints. And, you know, complaint in the winter is a dropped customer in the summer, but honestly, this winter, a complaint in the winter is probably going to be a dropped customer in the winter. So we've lost, I think we've actually lost a customer from him and that's not good. And, And it's something that I'm working on. Um, But you know, I have some things in place like doing spot checks on pools. So uh once the guys have completed a few pools, I randomly select one, two, or three of them. And I just go and I check to make sure the quality is there. Um and that has been that that was good for keeping them honest, but um it has become it has proven to be tough for me to do religiously because it, it the and the reason why is partially because I'm lazy. Uh, I'll just be honest. I I got really fried last year, and it's just been hard for me to develop this habit. Um, but also partially because, you know, I have to wait for them to complete their pools. So sometimes that means I have to, you know, I, I can't just always check the first five, or I can't just always check, you know, pool. But some some of them between one and ten, because during the afternoon I'm usually called off, and I'm I'm usually doing something by the afternoon, and so it, it's just kind of become one part, me being lazy, probably main part, me being lazy. But then second part, uh, is just, it's, it's harder to do because I do get pulled in different directions throughout the day. And it's become, it's just harder to prioritize. Um, and, and maybe that's a limiting belief, or maybe that is a belief, um, it, uh, that I have that I need to squash and just need to get better at. Um, which I do think I do. I do. I, I acknowledge that I need to do more spot checks. I really do understand that. Um, but I also feel like that is fighting against the current. They're just like, you know, me trying to think, okay, I got to have a, a big spreadsheet for all the customer filters and I have to like individually map them out and, and make sure I'm telling people at the right time and I have to consult the spreadsheet for them. the last time it was, you know, like I thought it was going to be really uh, tech, not technical, but very Excel sheet organized bullshit that I don't want to do, right? That's fighting against the current or i could just say to myself you know what i don't want to have to do that so why don't i just make them do one filter every day and then we'll just get by by way of math we'll just get two filters in every year right And then if we need to do more, we do more. And by the way, one other thing I needed to say about the filter thing, it just jumped into my mind. Uh, We also um, are kind of playing catch up for filters. So I've also allowed the guys to just say, if it's over 30 PSI, if the tank's over 30 PSI, break that sucker down and just do it. And one of my guys did like three or four filters yesterday or two days ago. Uh, I think two, two days ago. Anyway, so that is why we are, some of them are at four, you know, the, the fourth pool on the route. Some of them are at five, six, some of them are a little all over the place, but point is, is we're doing one a day. Um, so that is going with the flow with me. I know I don't like to, you know, spreadsheets. I know I don't want to have to be organized and input little bits of data all the time. And so the way I fix it is just use basic math and just do one filter clean a day. That's going with the flow and that's improving quality. So I was thinking to myself, I, you know, the spot checks, I, i I know I need to do them, but I'm not doing them, and i'm just I'm grinding against my own stupid, lazy nature, which I do need to fix. I'm not saying I don't need to fix these things i do I do need to work on this um but I am going against my own nature here and, and so it is not going with the flow for me uh, versus look at my team and realize I've got one guy who can go really fast. And I got one guy who uh, can go fast, but prefers to go slower and take his time and ensure the quality of pools. And remember when I had to fire people last year and I had to whittle the team down to just me and him, we had no quality issues. All of the pools were perfect. No customer complaint. Well, we had a couple of customer complaints, but those people were bitches and we got rid of them. But for the most part, for the, the, for good customers, we didn't get complaints You know, um, we got, you know, like everybody like, Oh, Hey, my sweep hasn't worked in a couple of weeks. Could you take a look at this? Like that normal stuff or like, Oh, Hey, you know, I saw a little bit of yellow over the weekend on my walls and wanted to see what's going on there. Oh, sure. No problem. We'll take care of it and take care of it. And we're done, but no green pools, no like major green to cleans, no major profit loss because of it. As soon as we, as soon as I got rid of everybody else, except for this one guy, everything started to turn around for the better right? And, and it was because of the quality. And he's still on my team. And I've got another guy right now who doesn't have those attributes because again, I've hired a ton of people. I've interviewed a ton of people. These attributes are super, super, super rare, super rare to find. You don't find guys like this. Um, you just don't. Like Honestly, I don't think there will be another one until we are big enough so that I could do some serious headhunting and find some seriously trained and experienced talent. And even then, it's the personal character traits that makes this guy who he is. And that is just so rare. I just, you just don't find it. Um, it's just so rare for me to find. So, but I have him now. I've got him now. And I've got him running a route and his route is nearly flawless every week. But the other route I'm getting complaints on, I'm getting issues, I'm going to getting callbacks, I got to go out there, I got to fix things, right? So it, it dawned on me recently that why don't I just swap the routes every week? And I, it's been something I've been thinking about doing, but I was like, I don't want to like take them out of their routine, it'll slow us down for the first few weeks. I had all these ideas in my head that like maybe my guy wouldn't, the main guy uh, doesn't really like change. I know that about him and I was worried that maybe this would scare him off or make him upset and blah, blah, blah. But I just realized, you know what? We got to just try something because the quality needs to be better because it's winter time and I'm getting complaints and I'm doing what I can, you know, I, and it, and and I'm getting complaints. And um, last year, one of my big mistakes was I wouldn't train that out. This year I'm training it out. I go, excuse me, I do a, a, a ton of pools with this guy, I you know, he's great when I'm there. I catch him making mistakes while I'm there and and the difference with him and the other guys is when I catch him making mistakes, I can see in his face that he didn't even know he did he made the mistake, which is not good. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I'd be curious to know what other people's opinions are. I mean, I'm not really giving you the whole story of this guy, but I, my gut tells me he's still good and keep working on him, keep coaching him, keep trying to implement systems that set him up for success versus expect him to know how to do something and set him up for failure, right? Build an environment where it's hard to mess up as long as you're honest and you're trying your best. That's my goal this year with quality is to implement standard operating procedures where you just can't fuck up the pools. Um, and, and, and anyway, so I this is the first week where we started swapping routes and instantly... And I mean instantly, um, my, my lead uh, guy is is reporting back, you know, these the 40% of pools were, you know, have not been dosed correctly, they're, they're zeroing out on, on chlorine readings in the middle of winter, that's not good, uh, and he's fixing these issues and he's, you know, checking these things and we're reporting on the, you know, to the new guy what we're finding and we're coaching him through uh, these issues so that he can improve and he is improving, that's the thing, he is improving. And, but more importantly, I have a guy who's really, really good at quality and literally he is the lead technician. So, I mean, it's, this is his job. Quality assurance is part of his job. Um, even though I'm a small team, but you know, back when I thought I could be bigger than I am back when I thought my, I was bigger than my britches. Is that what, is that the saying? Uh, you know, I promoted him to that and made that part of his job, but that's part of his job, whether we have a very small team or not, that's still part of his job. And so, um, you know, it's been good. So. More or less, moral of the story is, I've now had, I now have my high quality guy going and checking every route. And from here on out, let's say pie and this guy happens, I get another 7,500 pools this year and I need to hire another guy. We'll just start swapping, you know, out in, swapping the routes out in a rotation. That way, this guy always has one of them. And if he ever leaves, that means I just have to do a route and I have to start swapping out uh, the routes. But, um, that was always the case anyway, right? So, Um, those are the two big quality changes, uh, that I made, um, recently. Excuse me, just getting a drink of water. Um, those are the big, uh, policy changes that I made and I'm very, very happy with it. Um, I got to go right now, but I will pick this up and finish up in a bit. Okay. Um... So, yes, uh, I totally lost my train of thought there. Um, my team just got back out um, or back from in the field. And so, yeah, uh, but I believe I covered uh, both things that uh, I wanted to. Um, the two quality things different We're just doing filters every day. Um, no skipping, no excuses. Uh, and then number two we are, um, now swapping routes so that we get, uh, multiple guys, uh, eyes on each pool. Uh, hopefully they can keep each other honest. Um, but for the most part, uh, you know, my one guy is keeping, uh, uh everyone honest for now. Uh, second thing. So, um, I have now uh, spent about 600 bucks on Google ads. I have now changed, um, the offer that we have from just like, uh, um, you know, standard, this is who we are. Do you want service to, we're going to give you a free month to, we're going to give you a free month and the initial cleanup and an initial filter clean all for free. Um, and I'm still not getting leads. So I'm still not getting leads, but I'm getting traffic. So, um, I, I decided today that I'm going to turn off Google ads. Um, you know, I think total this year we've gotten two customers uh, and again, we spent maybe between six and seven hundred. I just paid the bill, but um, I don't know if it was accounting for everything. But I'm just going to round up to seven hundred. So three hundred and fifty dollars per customer is my cost of acquisition. Um, and if I could consistently acquire customers, that I mean, to me, that's super expensive because I'm sitting here thinking. Um, now, that, of course, this was before all of this crazy price hikes. Uh, was happening. But I've bought pools, you know, four times. They're monthly at, you know, for $110 a, a month per pool. So like 440 to let's just say, let's just call it 500 bucks, uh, 600 bucks a pool, five to 600 bucks a pool um, is my general, generally like that's how much it cost me to acquire each individual customer when I buy a route. Um, so 350 is better than that. But First of all, I'm spending 20 bucks a day and I'm making very, I get very little leads. And then of those leads, you know, I think we've gotten eight leads so far. Eight. Uh, Actual leads for me are people who actually fill out the form online, not just call. I mean, we've gotten calls as well. I just can't attribute those to the, it's harder for me to attribute those to the Google ads because my Google ads are set up for form submissions. So, you know, I can't predictably say that, you know, of the, I think a thousand clicks we've gotten, we've gotten eight leads and of the eight leads, we've gotten two customers. Those aren't good numbers in my opinion. And I I don't have a lot of experience doing uh, digital marketing, but those are not good numbers. Um, And I'm pretty confident when I say that, you know, I I would, I would imagine a hundred leads and, you know, if I'm bad at sales or if I have a bad offer or it's just tough times, you know, like 10 to 50 customers of those leads, you know. But for a thousand clicks to my website to then turn into um, eight, eight leads, which then turns into two customers over the course of two months, spending 20 bucks a day, that's just not, it's just not good enough. Because of after all of that time, I only have two customers and I spent all of this time working the leads, being stressed about this, modifying the ads. I mean mo- I mean, once they're set up, they run. But then you, if you don't get results, you try to tweak and you tweak and it's in it, uh, you know so and I'm not saying that they don't work. I'm, but I, I am saying that I think the problem is on my website. The problem is my ability to craft the offer, to funnel the people through the website, to get them excited, and I think there's kind of a few things happening here. Number one, I'm not remarketing, Um, and for those of you who don't know what that means, uh, basically, uh, I, I send people to my website from Google, uh, once they're on, you know, go to my website, I should have a way to track that that person was on my website and I should have a way through Google, uh, to then remarket, send them more, that person more and more ads over and over and over to, so that they have more, uh, contact points with us. So eventually they buy more, um, and, that, and those conversions start going up with later campaigns, remarketing campaigns. So that if you've gone to the website, I should be showing you more ads. If you haven't, you know, so like if you clicked on the website, you should be seeing ads, uh, you know, my ads. Um, but uh, that's not happening. Um, and, and the reason it's not happening is because I have to implement... Google Analytics and Google Tag Manager. And the Tag Manager has been really tough uh, for me to figure out because I use Wix and Wix isn't that good. And if I want to move off of this platform and onto another platform, it's going to take a lot of time and a lot of energy, energy, and I just don't know how worth it it is because so far I haven't really gotten very much return on my investment. And I, you know, how much more, I mean, I'm kind of sitting here asking myself, how much more do I want to be spending on this uh, with not great results to begin with? Uh, versus finding something that's going to give me better results right away, and then try to like hone in on it and get it good, and and, and really try to make that work. And, um, and and I have something like that. That's the thing. And it's not just because it's not just that I don't wanna. It's that I have uh, I have experimented with Facebook ads, and although the leads that I got through Facebook ads were not very good, I did, in fact, go and quote pools. I did go to some people's houses and quote pools. I did call people and get response. I did text people and get response. Okay, so uh, Google Ads is out. Um, and, and it's because Facebook Ads is now gonna be in. And the reason why is because I think I spent about 40 to $45 on Facebook. I was uh, like, It was like five bucks a day, it was not very much, versus Google, I was doing 20 bucks a day. Right, and and then with Facebook, of that fifty bucks, let's just call it fifty bucks. I got about six or seven leads. Now, the leads were more often trashy. Like um, with Google, I can say that every lead that filled out a form answered their phone, um, and that was nice. But also, every almost every lead that filled that filled out the form was was doing. Um, Sorry, I'm, I'm I'm kind of having a little bit of a coughing fit right now. Um, so I keep I keep pausing this, and I kind of lose my train of thought because sometimes I'm coughing a lot. But um, the Google leads were definitely higher quality uh, in that they answer their phone and want me to quote and ask for the price. But also, I'm noticing uh, across the board that you know $150 for pool service in my area where last year that would have been a discount. This year, that seems like I'm the most expensive people in town. So. Um, and so, you know, from a sales perspective, actually closing the leads, you know, I, I don't really know, but I will say the Google leads were higher quality. Uh, but the Facebook leads, it's not like I wasn't getting any response at all. And I got so many more leads for so much less money. And so I was thinking, yeah, let me go to Google because maybe it'll be higher quality. I've had success with Google in the past and I don't want to be sifting through shit leads all day. Um, But I'm, I think I'm realizing now that, uh, you know, quantity of leads is going to matter, uh, because it doesn't seem like my conversion rate, my sales conversion rate is going to be as high as it's been for the last three years, because I think people are a lot more price conscious. So I think I just need volume of people, um, more so than I need high quality leads that are going to do the same thing, right? That's at least where my head's at. I could be wrong. Time will tell, but, um, that's my game plan right now. I'm going to, I'm going to pivot over. I just shut off my Google ads. I'm pivoting back over to Facebook ads and I'm actually going to come in with a big boy budget of, you know, 20 bucks a day, um, for, for my first campaign. Now, uh, the dip, the second reason why I want to move back to Facebook and try Facebook, other than the fact that just results spoke for themselves, we were getting more leads. Um, the second reason is if, uh, number one, I don't even need a website. Um, I need a Facebook page and I already have one. Uh, And then number two, like I I don't need a website because I collect the lead form information in the Facebook ad itself. So people are just filling it out and now I have your info. So I don't need you to go to my website. Um, And then because I don't need you to go to my website, it's all in Facebook, um, remarketing is a lot easier. You just say who responded, uh, who clicked on it, who liked it, who spent time and engaged with it, Right. Um, and then, you know, remarket those people. Who, who filled out the form but then didn't answer? Remarket those people. Remarket everybody. I can retarget, remarket um, every single person that's interacting with the la- the ads, and I don't have to set up a Google Tag Manager. I don't have to set up Google Analytics and then merge those two together, the then de-link them and merge them to your ad account, and then make a new account so that you could do this. You know, the Google just makes it too complicated for me, a pool guy, to figure that out. And not to say I couldn't figure it out. I could. But I just don't see it worth the time because what I'm seeing right now is significantly less, um, uh, I'm getting significantly less results than I do with Facebook. So I'm going to try Facebook for a little bit. Um, anyway, I don't, I didn't mean for this to be like kind of a rant. Um, but, uh, that's, that's where I'm at with regards to our marketing efforts. Because again, if you, going back to what I said in the beginning of the episode, this year I have two problems to solve. Two uh, constraints of the business to solve. Number one is quality of service, reliable and consistent quality of service. And then number two um, uh, uh, is is figuring out acquisition. I have to be able to figure out a way where I can consistently and predictably put money in and get customers out. I have to figure that out, or I will be forever enslaved to the referrals. The let me know, like you know, it's just I I need a consistent, predictable acquisition. funnel. I just do. Uh, like in the summer I'm getting customers left and right, but I don't know where they come from, which means I can't improve anything. I'm just getting lucky. And you know, it's been a crazy last three years in this industry and anybody who's been in it knows that, um, I wasn't around for very long before COVID happened. I was only around for a couple of months. So I really don't have a frame of reference for what it's like outside of the COVID pandemic times where like business is just booming because everyone's at home and everyone wants their pool to be great. Right. I don't know what it's going to be like. um, But I really don't like that. I don't have a predictable way of getting new business that needs to be fixed. I need a real sales channel. I need one real sales channel to sell my, my service and then my service needs to be so good that it has the, it, then our customers start telling other customers and it can grow on its own. Um, but that's slow going. You know the word of mouth is slow going. You need volume. Uh, and to get volume and to get enough time, uh, runway time uh, to, to build up to high referrals, you need acquisition. You need new customers coming in. You need more chances to show people how awesome your service is. So those are the two things I'm hitting this year. Um, It's been the quality side has definitely improved dramatically already. The acquisition side, I feel like I'm spinning my wheels a little bit here, but I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep pushing forward. And and hopefully before the end of the year, I'll figure this out for real. You know, I have very rudimentary ways of getting new customers and that they kind of work when it's you know, hot when it's summertime, but I want, I want evergreen. I want, I want a way for this to just work all the time and new customers are always coming in. So that's where I'm at. Uh, that's all I got for you today. Thanks so much for listening. And until the next one, have a good rest of your day. Bye.